Hey everyone, we're so glad you're here. I'm Elisa Monjadas. I'm a marketing leader and executive coach. I'm Courtney Copeland, and I'm an accountability and wellness coach. And I'm Dr. Mirari Simeon, an activator of talent, HR executive, author, and working mom. If you're anything like the successful multicultural women we interview on the What Rules podcast, you've learned that you can't do it alone. And we teach women like yourself to outsmart the game to get ahead in your career. We're really talking about those rules that we grew up with as women and expectations that have been placed on us. Our mission is to change the face of leadership at What Rules Podcast. As you listen to our talented guests, take note and take action. Go ahead, go and break those rules. Welcome to our three-part Own Your Power series where we are dedicating this series to empower women of color to help them advance in their careers and also help their managers along the way as they grow. And ultimately, this is all about creating an inclusive culture in your organization. And Dr. Madadi and I have spoken about this many times now, this topic of mentoring and sponsoring. And the number one question we get is, how do I get a mentor and how do I get a sponsor? The reality is you need them all, right? You need them both to impact your career. And I think what we could help them with is people typically use these interchangeably, but they're yeah. not. Mm-hmm. They're not. So yes, let's get into it. And why it's important, why do they need it, and how they could get them. We know that 84% of Fortune 500 companies have mentoring programs and 100% of Fortune 50 companies. So if you work for one of those, you are probably familiar with mentoring. If not, this is what a mentor is. A mentor is a professional who has been in your shoes before. It could be a personal person who's been in your shoes before. Maybe you're a new mom and you find a mentor who's a new mom. So anyone who's had life experience in the area that you want to grow in, it could be a mentor. They could also, they don't have to be older than you. They can be younger than you. They just are ex- more experienced than you, at least 10, 15% more experience than you. So if you also want to be a mentor, think about all the things you know. You can mentor a lot of people. Here's the thing though, Alisa, because you said most of Fortune 500 and definitely Fortune 50 companies have mentoring programs. But the sad part is that only 37% of professionals have a mentor, which means that only 37% of them are taking advantage of these programs. Oh, So they exist if you take advantage. Exactly. And that goes back to you have to be accountable and you have the power to Mm. really own your career. And this is one way to do it. There are programs. So you want to make sure that you are taking advantage of those programs. And if your company does not have those programs, we will tell you how you could go and get a mentor on your own. Well, and sticking on the mentors topic, when we talked last time in the strengths episode about how people are happier when they are utilizing their strengths, focusing on them every day, it's the same thing with mentorship. People with mentors are happier 
at their current jobs. So those 37% are the only happy ones, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> Honestly, look at the state of America and like the people who have left their careers or are leaving, they're not happy. And our goal is really to help you stay and grow and succeed. We want to root for you and help you. And so if you can find a mentor, it can be a game changer. There are yes. several game changers, but mentoring is one of them. So why don't we talk about how you can get a mentor? Okay, Mirari, you mentor a lot of women. So how do people usually talk to you? How do they access you? Dr. Medati. You know, there are some people that actually will come and say, hey, can you be my mentor? But I truly believe as a mentor, one of the things that I try to understand what their needs are and if I'm the right mentor for them, right. because I may not have all the answers or the resources or the time at that moment. And there may be someone who is as qualified, if not more qualified than I am to help support that mentee. So for me, when people come and ask, that is something that I do. I try to understand what their needs are so that I can figure out if I'm the right person to serve them and help them advance their careers, or if it is somebody else in my network that I need to connect them to. Yeah, it's really important as a mentee to know what your goals are. What are you trying to yes. get out of? What are your struggles? Honestly, this is where a mentor is a safe person that you can come to with the things that are bothering you. It's a place where you can vent and it's a place where you can get advice. So for me personally, when I've looked at people who I really admire, who I want to be my mentor, I don't usually say, will you be my mentor? My approach is to just say, hey, can I have coffee with you? Or can I meet up with you? Can we set up a Zoom call? And to be honest, there have been times where I thought I wanted them to be my mentor and then it just wasn't really clicking. There was nothing wrong with it, but they weren't someone I felt really comfortable with sharing all my problems with. And that is so key. You want to make sure that that relationship, when you're looking for a mentor, that is a safe space. You can tell them the things that you're struggling with without being concerned about your career advancement. Exactly. This is why it's so important and why it is so different than a sponsorship. We can't emphasize enough a mentorship is a relationship with someone that you can trust, feel comfortable with, that they can see the good, the bad, and the ugly and help you mm -hmm. get to that next level, help you continue to improve and help you achieve those dreams. But ultimately, you have to take the action. The mentor is not taking that action for you. Mm -hmm. Very different than a sponsor. And we'll get into this when we talk about sponsors too. If there is someone who you don't know, find someone who knows that person and ask if yeah. you can get a meeting with them. If Medati had someone that I wanted to talk to, I would say, hey, Medati, here are the things that I'm working on. Do you think they would be a good fit for me? And then she could tell me yes or no, or she might say, oh, that person's really busy right now. Maybe try reaching out in the fall. Or she might say, yeah, of course. And then if she can put a good word in for me, I mean, we're golden, then at least the connection is made. A few other things that you should know. You should have more than one mentor. If you don't have one, please at least go find one. <laughs> but you should have more than one. The reason is you want to make sure that people can support you in different aspects of your life or in different things that you're experiencing at the moment. 
For example, I actually have a mentor to help me with some of the career moves that I'm making. And then I have another mentor who helps me at this stage in my life with my children. Find one area to focus on because it's not like you're going to be talking to them every day. This might be someone you meet with once a month. If they have the time, maybe more than that. In some cases, I've had mentors that have said, I can devote an hour, a quarter to you. And so I try to think of everything I need, write it down, pack it in so that hour I get all the answers that I'm looking for. One of the things that I like from the book that Carla Harris wrote when she talks about expect to win for mentors is that when she coaches a mentee or when she's speaking to a mentee, the strategy she gives that mentee is different than the next mentee that she has because we all have different things that we're dealing with and it should not be generic. If you're giving the same advice to all your mentees, you're not spending the time understanding what their true needs are. And the same thing for the mentee. If you're hearing generic information and it's not really focusing on your specific needs, then that might not be the mentor for you, even if you have a great relationship with them. Okay, let's get into sponsorships. A sponsor is someone who does have a higher position than you, and they're someone who can talk about you when you're not in the room. They advocate for you. They are people who have the power to change the position that you're in. Absolutely. And we talked about this previously, but I wanted to highlight once again, the book from Carla Harris, Expect to Win. On chapter five, she really goes deep into mentor and sponsor. And one of Carla's pearls that she mentions in the book is you can have a great career with mentors, but you cannot advance in your career without a sponsor. Because every time somebody hires you or somebody makes a decision or advocates for you at the table to advance you, that's a sponsor that is making a decision on you or somebody that is saying, I want her on my team or makes a decision to benefit you. Without a sponsor, we cannot advance our careers to our fullest potential. If you are looking for a sponsor, I'm going to give you a couple questions to think about. One is, what are you most proud of in your current career? Two, where do you want to be in three years? Three, where do you want to be in your career in five years? If you could just answer those three questions, what are you most proud of? Where do you want to be in three years career-wise? And where do you want to be in five years? And obviously, we all change our minds. We have different experiences. These change. So just theoretically for today, Where do you see yourself? Because when you are meeting with a sponsor, they're going to need to know the trajectory that you want. You can say, here's what I'm good at. What do you think? They'll give you an opinion, but you can own your power by giving them the power to look at where you want to go and help you get there. If you're not sure what you want to do or where you want to go, go to a mentor. As soon as you know, go to a sponsor. We all know it takes more than hard work to succeed. But the research from the Center of Talent Innovation found that 71% of sponsors are the same race or gender as their protégés. It's the same uh, research that we found with mentorships. Most people opt for at least the same sex. 
And so if you think about who's in leadership, it's white men predominantly. How are women of color, multicultural women supposed to find these mentors and sponsors when they're so sparse? Here's the other thing. White male sponsors or employees, whether you're a multicultural woman, it doesn't matter. But those who have white male sponsors end up with higher pay. And this was research found by Payscale. So at the end of the day, this one is for actually for both. If you're looking for a sponsor, but if you are a sponsor, you're in a position of power to help sponsor other people. It is critical that you look around you and consider sponsoring a multicultural woman mm -hmm. because it is with your support as a person in a position of power that we will be able to move the needle and really make advancement on multicultural women in the C-suite. We've had so many successful multicultural women on this podcast who have said it was a white male who advanced them. So Absolutely. don't be afraid to approach someone who looks different than you or who has a, a different place in life than you do because we're all here to help each other. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're a white man Thank you, first of all, because we know that you're here to help us build inclusive cultures, and we know that you want to make a difference. And we know that there are a lot of men out there who really want to make an impact and a change. So multicultural women, take advantage of this opportunity and step out, find someone to introduce you to this potential sponsor, reach out to them on your own too. Like, don't be afraid to do that. If you're looking for a sponsor, one of the things that you need to consider is, is that person in a position of power to make an impact on your career? Are they part of the decision-making process when it comes to promotions or any type of advancement in the organization? Being able to understand who are the people outside of your direct manager sitting at that table, making those decisions on your behalf, it's critical because that is a sponsor. Mm -hmm. And being able to have visibility to those people, for them to know the work that you're doing is critical. And you'll have to create a strategy around that. You can't just go and say, oh, I know they sit at the decision table. This is what I'm doing. That's not the way it works. Yes, you can also use the strategy that Alisa talked about, as you did with a mentor, hey, just have a coffee with them. However, what are you going to have coffee with them about? You need to be realistic. It's not about asking them for help. It's about maybe you want to give them exposure to some of the work that you're doing. Some companies call it like second level meeting or third level meeting. And it's just really understanding or showcasing the work that you're doing. You're not there to tell them your issues. You're not there for ask for advice. You're there to really help showcase your talent or think about the people around them. Maybe you're not going to that direct sponsor, but let's say Alisa's in a position to sponsor me, but I can't get to her. I may talk to another peer of her that can get to Alisa's ear and tell them about the work that I'm doing. That's another way. So you really got to think through how are you going to get the sponsor to hear about the things that you're working on? I'm so glad you brought up Be Strategic because the reason why you need to ask yourselves those questions, I mean, that's the beginning. Yes. That person is coming expecting for you to have your ducks in a row and for you to know exactly what you want and for you to know how you want to get there. So that 
involves knowing your strengths. That involves looking at back at your achievements, looking at the path that you have put forth to get to that position. You have to show them that you are ready, willing, and capable of whatever you're asking for. To close the leadership gap for multicultural women, we need sponsorship. You need to find them and those in the position of power need to own their power and sponsor multicultural women. Otherwise, we will be talking about this for many years to come. But we have the power to do that as organizations, as leaders. We can make a change. And that's what we're here to do, to highlight those actions that you could take as a leader or a multicultural woman to help close the gap in building <laughs> a more inclusive culture in the workplace. That concludes our Own Your Power series brought to you by me, Elisa Manjadis, and Dr. Medadi Simeon. We are taking this show on the road with Zara Consulting and speaking at various universities, organizations, ERGs, ERCs. So if you are interested in having us aside your organization, you can reach out to us on LinkedIn, Instagram, and we would love to meet you in person and customize a plan for you. Want more advice on how to break the rules and outsmart the game to advance your career? Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and our website, whatrulespodcast.com for more insight from our guests and hosts and join our community on LinkedIn where we discuss rule-breaking strategies for multicultural women. What Rules is a project of Zara Consulting and is supported by the amazing team at Stories Bureau. This episode was produced by Alexandra Uresta with editing and music supervision by Joshua Ramsey and was engineered and mixed by Tim Ballant. Our podcast cover was designed by Delion Creative. Visit whatrulespodcast.com for more info, upcoming events, and all episodes of What Rules, including video, and make sure to give us a follow.